has been a busy day around here at My Talk 1071, hasn't it? Yes, it has. <laughs> Shout Ooh, yeah. out to Rebecca and Daniel. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Canadians the that we, we met earlier in the day. Very cool. Oh, my gosh. It, now it's hump day. It is hump it day. It is hump day today, people. It it's is hump day. It is the, it, we got bowling tonight, and I just feel like it's going to be rowdy up there. Of course it is. It always is. Always is. These holiday Wednesday night gatherings. Went to the grocery store for the third day in a row. Yes, I did too. And I'm done. I've done pulleys and straps and balls for five days in a row, and my body is tired. Is that where you're doing at Pilates? Yes. Pulleys, I, I, pulleys straps. and straps and balls. Okay, that's so funny. Of course. I just bought some new straps today because from my car incident. I was missing that, so I just bought a new one for legs and straps at home. That's right. It's <laughs> which so could easy be a sexual move. That's it could right. sound like it, but it felt so good oh. to do that because I haven't done it for a while. Yeah, and it is an easy at home thing once you know the principles. And since you are a certified Pilates instructor, I with, I am. with it now worn out, it is worn out. You have to keep that certification up every year. Yeah, every year. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. But anyway, you know how to do everything. I do know how to you do everything. You learned, and now Navel it's in spine. It's in your muscle memory. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It is. But I, I, good lord, I was. It. It's busy out there. People are shopping. It was yeah. fun today. Yeah. There were so many people out. Target is having massive sales and really uh-huh. cute sweaters. Uh huh. Really cute sweaters. Yeah, so don't panic if you no. if you haven't even started. Plenty of time. <laughs> Plenty of time. I ordered a things are on sale. I ordered a Taylor Swift uh, sweatshirt for a certain ten year old in my yes. life, and what came to me might have been. I don't know these sizes, you know. This is why I don't trust the internet sometimes with buying these things, but I did not know where to find a Taylor Swift sweatshirt. Oh. So if anyone knows where I where I would get one with her on it, honestly, this thing is I don't know that I'd wash my car with it and it the might it fit feels? a 4-year-old. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks. Um, that's was no, it a funny site you bought it from? I, you know what? I didn't pay any attention. <laughs> I was on Casey's Amazon account, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, Where he's always party. got a card open. There you go. Everyone does. Yeah. I never have. I don't have an Amazon account. I mean, I guess I do, but I love ordering stuff once in a while because it Casey pays. pays for it. Yeah. Isn't that... <laughs> Isn't that absolutely ridiculous? The card I agree. connected to the account is always. I agree. Yeah, and he'll go, "Whoa, what you order?" And then I open this thing, and I said, "I don't think this is going to fit the ten-year-old." I've seriously, I just got. I guess I got to get out to the Mall of America or Rosedale. I will tell you, I'm doing some scoop reporting there tonight. If I see a Taylor Swift sweatshirt, there you please, go. I need for one a for a ten-year-old, okay, which is I like w- usually size ten. Okay, I will look. Yeah, all right. I will be, look. I'm, I'm doing awesome. that. Um, doing some shopping. Speaking of awesome, there's uh, one other person who's as big of a fan as DJ Play a Christmas Song as I am, and that's Kelly Clarkson. She who, is. I mean, we saw her rocking out at the lighting the Christmas tree thing. You know, she knew all the words. And when Cher was on last week, you know, she proclaimed. This is the best Christmas classic we've had since Mariah wrote All I Want for Christmas is You. And just an unabashed fan. So I keep waiting. I'm thinking, Kelly, at this time of the year, she does all Christmas covers on her Emmy award winning show. And um, 
She played today. She came out. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, Grant, your girlfriend was on. Oh, thank you. Uh, they were both in green dresses. They had absolutely delightful rapport, as Kelly does with most of her guests. But she really she does. Is the first person to cover Cher's original song, DJ Play a Christmas Song. Let's take a listen. Our first cover. It's, it is the first cover. Yeah. And Kelly is crushing it. Yeah, she is. She sounds. And at the end of it, she goes, Y'all, I love that song so much. She was just like so excited. You she know won, what I. She won for the third year in the road talk yeah. show, best yeah. talk show. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Best for... talk show, best syndicated. They and, have like two categories. And <laughs> for. So every year she's been on the air. Yeah. She just has that instant, comfortable I, chemistry with people, I think. And there's a new energy now that her husband is in, uh, executive or involved in the show because he was somewhat involved in the show. And it's in New York and everybody moved. And how she looks. I think she's feeling red Ooh, hot. Looks she looks great. red hot. She looks yeah, red she hot. Does. She's lost some weight. And I, there was a headline last week, and I thought a new segment could be, oh, my gosh, is this the most sexist headline ever? Yeah. <laughs> About, because it, it was crazy. It was like, Kelly Clarkson flaunts her new weight loss. Oh, oh I know. Well, that's, like, that's, like, you what know, man would you hear? Always, but, but that's like that a tabloid. That's no, like to get people to, oh, I want to see the, you know, the figure. But flaunts it. Yeah, of, I know. I know. Instead of she looks great. Beautiful. Yeah. But, but that doesn't get, they, they, I don't know why they have to, you know, slant it that way, but I guess dirt. Dirt sells people. And just like canoodling is better than making out. Yeah, you know yeah. they use that too. Yeah, could well, I mean, more. I I don't know if you know Trailer Trash has time to learn DJ play a Christmas song, but I sure would love it. If Is that, that your concert you're going to this weekend? Uh, yeah, Friday night. Um, they're doing a three night. You know they used to do this show at Lee's Liquor Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. God rest Lee Liquor Lounge, yeah. Barcel. Um, that was a great place, but um, so they do. A set of shows at the Hook and Ladder, mm-hmm. and then a set of shows at the Turf Club, and they basically sell out because they're not that big of places. But it is very rowdy, and if you want to dance to Christmas songs, I mean, Fun. this is it. But yep. I'd love it if they covered this song, Nate. If you're listening, you know our buddy Nate from the. Yeah, I do know him. He's um, the band leader. The band leader. We say. I know. Yeah. You're in with the band. Maybe you could go up and request it. Yeah. Well, at least this year I'm not going out. We went last year after the Christmas party, and I was in my sparkly dress. Looking beautiful. Well, I know, but I, I, um, I, I'm I, kind of a jeans and a sparkly T-shirt for this type wearing? of a thing. Yeah, and I, I, got, I got a really great rock and roll sparkly T-shirt. It's like an old album cover of, I want to say, an Eagles. Mm-hmm. But it might be ACDC. I can't remember exactly. But you know what sold me? The sleeves are all sequined. Well, you know, I saw this. Little black sequins. Okay, so that would sell me too. But I saw this in Montana when we were at um, like an art fest fair at the state fairgrounds. But yeah. it was really big and they had really cool things. But the thing that they're doing is taking old album covers, like what you said, like 70s album uh-huh. covers. Putting them and on t-shirts. Putting them on t-shirts or bedazzling them. Like you said, this is a big, big trend right now. I think they look fantastic. I, I thought I'm going to wear it to Trailer Trash and I'll wear it at the Rolling Stones in uh, New Orleans in May with the cute skirt. Oh, there you go. You know, so I already so I did the girl two map. Two purposes. Two purposes to justify 
you know, the $50 it was. I was like, I'm going to wear it twice, if not all, you know, a bunch of times. So anyway, I'm a sucker for a rock and roll and sequins. I'm sorry. Well, they're two great things. Yeah. And Target had a lot of cool sequence stuff on sale. I'm just going to throw yeah. that back out there. I, I need to get to Target. I, I feel like there's a I few haven't more been things. for a while. Yeah. I haven't been for a while. And I want people to know we have a very fun packed day show today. We have Liz Winstead. We have Martha Stewart. Arredondo and Mark Joseph is going to be with us. So three different guests, three different hours. Hang out with us on this hump day. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. So Ann, with the holidays just around the corner, I'm curious as to how divorcing couples with children cope with creating new holiday schedules. Is this something you work with clients on or do people come up with their own schedules? It's really both. It depends on how well the parents are working together as they're going through the divorce process. It's always best if they can do it and maybe kind of encompass family traditions and keep that consistency for the kids. They definitely need a holiday schedule. If they can't do it themselves, then yes, we're definitely going to step in and, and help them get through that process. But it sounds like you really try to encourage people to put the kids first despite whatever is going on. Absolutely. As I just gave the example of maybe keeping the family traditions in place, that's an example of showing that your priority is the kids. It's not about I get every Christmas Eve or I get every Christmas Day. It's what do the kids know and how can we make sure the kids get the balance and service their emotional needs. To learn more about Tressler Law or to schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit TresslerLaw.com or MyTalk1071.com keyword divorce. Um, It is kind of awkward that you, I didn't even wear a coat to work today. Have we? Yes. I mean, I literally this said is... that to Lori earlier. I walked into the building yesterday with mm-hmm. a hoodie on and walked out with a hoodie on on mm-hmm. December 19th. It's mm-hmm. wild. My friend who lives in Charlottesville is like, um, Kathy D, you know her, Kathy. Yeah. And she's like, isn't it fabulous? And I said, it's different. And I think we can get used to it. <laughs> but at some point, I mean, it's just wild. You could be golfing right now. Yeah. I would, If I had the golf courses, yeah, my da- I guarantee you my dad would have me working the counter and we would be packed. Day. I I'm enjoying every blessed I, second I have of to it. admit I'm not minding it at all. But I, it, I'm yeah. liking it for people who have to drive to get yes. somewhere. Yes, and yeah. last uh, year it was the blizzard. We, this time yeah. at Christmas Eve and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks pretty and everything. But the snow horse is coming. Yes. Um, and when is so, it coming? I don't know. I think in January it'll be yeah, coming. You know, next month. <laughs> you know, maybe even just like right after Christmas, there could mm-hmm. be some big fat wet flakes that are happening. But right now, yeah. it's making it easy for people to, to get, get ready and I get know. around. And so wild. A yeah, high, a high of fifty on Saturday and sunny. High of fifty on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. with a potential rain, and then a high of forty-seven on Christmas Day with rain as well. I've gone to Florida when it was this temperature yeah. over the holidays. Yes. Yeah, it, wow. difficult to use your porch as a refrigerator. That's at this is true, or your car, or your car, no or your garage. Yeah. You know all those things. But um, that's so true, Lori. Uh, Julia, yes, dear. Do you remember when we first learned that Brad Pitt was dating the ladies? Inez de Ramon. <laughs> Do you remember? Yes, of course. What did we, how did we learn about that? Um, she was with him backstage at some big concert or something. Poolside? Poolside. Oh, that Grant. was right. 
Poolside. Oh, Grant. Lounge. He was reading a Way script. Way Yeah, I know. But they were sitting foot to head. Foot to yeah, head. Yeah. They were sitting yes. opposite. And very That's stage. That's why I remember the feet talk. Yeah, very stage photographs because, you know, it was like uh, they, you had to get permission to be in the bushes to shoot the, <laughs> to get the picture. Yes. Well, we, you know, just get little stories from Brad's PR team about that they're happy. Brad taking Pitt, it we're talking slow. about. Yeah, Brad mm-hmm. Pitt, blah, blah, blah. Well, Brad Pitt turned 60 on Sunday, and for his 60th birthday, they decided to do another uh, role. Let's roll with Inez as the girlfriend, and they went to Paris. They ar- Listen to this schedule. They arrived right. in the City of Light on Saturday before checking into the Bulgari Hotel, which I've never heard of, but it is a five-star hotel. And apparently they'd never left their lavish suite until the next day. Mm -hmm. Jet lag room service. Well, it's true. Jet lag. I'd be exhausted. I'd do the same. Because you get there and it's like you're in California. It's probably a 10-hour difference. Okay. Okay. Then on Monday, which was his actual birthday, Giant, a giant six, a giant zero, and several exclamations in silver helium balloons arrived at the hotel. Oh, um, just remember my 60th at the State Fair. I had my people come out with big numbers uh-huh. and big signs yeah. to the Tommy Mommies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they stayed in for most of the day. Okay. And, you know, which is. Sexy napping, that's a good thing. Anyway, in a hotel. In a hotel. And then they left. I don't like it that this particular um, um, entertainment outlet is calling him the Babylon star because that That is not a terrible movie. Terrible movie. We've got better names for Brad Pitt. I call him the Thelma and Louise star. Just call him movie star Brad Pitt, why don't you? And, And Inez then went to a private apartment. To enjoy a delicious dinner prepared by a chef. So do you see how we are being hand-fed great detail? Yes. <gasps> oh, From oh. there, they went to the Theater du Châtelet to take in an Asaf Avidan concert. Okay. Never Whatever that means. It's an I, artist. I feel like- you can look him up, Grand A-S-A-F, and then A-V-I-D-A-N. Maybe he's a French jazz singer pianist they they were both wearing stylish black peacoats i i personally never like matching jackets no but remember the peacoat when it was in they were very good looking on people when it was in when it was it's back in according to these two Mm -hmm. and then they went right back to his hotel after the after the asan concert was over okay then that was on monday tuesday night they're back out in l.a so it was just a little a romp. It was just a little, a little private it was just a jet little, trip. Yeah. After, you know, they got back to L.A. I don't know where they were, but Brad was... Oh, and then she... It was her birthday. She turned 32. And he turned 16. Two days after, yeah. I they, don't have a problem with that. I, but anyway, no. so they went back to L.A. I don't know where they are. Nowhere. I've looked everywhere, but they're at this bash and he's wearing a gold and black shirt that looks like Versace from the 80s. It's so ugly. And glossy pants. A, I'm having a hard time with the look. And dress shoes. I'm having, that look someone has paid him to wear. It's, it makes no sense. You know, it's beyond ugly. It, but I, I, yeah, okay. but anyway, and he's wearing a birth, I'm 60 today birthday badge. 
which I did get a kick that I that was in his card and he pinned it on his shirt because he hates that shirt. See, I and think he doesn't mind. There's a I hole. think you'd get something like that from your kid and you'd wear it Maybe. just as an homage to them. I have news that I forgot to share. What? So I'm le- talking to a Fox TV cameraman for the NFL last night who happens to be a friend of my friend. And I'm catching up on some stuff that's going on. And I'm like, you know, what what games have you shot lately? Yeah. Well, I was just at the Patriots um, Kansas City game at Gillette Stadium uh, in in Boston or whatever that stays, Massachusetts, um, last weekend. And I said, oh, you know, okay, so is it... Were you the camera on Taylor? Well, I said he, they did when she said that bad word... Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I guess that wasn't what she said. Yeah, according to a lip, lip reader, reader. Yeah. yeah, lip reader said but that wasn't. According true. to him, they got it on camera. But here's what he said: Her PR team sends Fox or whatever who's ever carrying her. Where she's going to be the following things: They sent her the suite number. They sent her a picture of her look. Oh my god! So what hat she's wearing? So what they she's, could describe yep, it properly. What she's going to be wearing? Oh, I love this. And they sent her who's in the in the who's suite with, with her. her. That's that is so cool. So I, so she's. That's not, how p- good PR works. That's how you master. She's not your hiding any of this. Yeah. They got all the. They get all the information in advance. How great! I love. I that. I thought that was good scoop. Very I forgot cool. about it until right now. Very good scoop. And like, and I'm looking. And of course, it makes perfect sense. Yes, she's gonna be there. You don't have all the time to dilly dally and look for everybody. You know, we know this when right. you're shooting award shows, they have cardboard cutouts right, of for the cameras to practice. To practice ahead of time where all the stars are going to be, what table for they're the at. reaction shots. Yes. So, so they, an, they practice, yeah, they, they know practice where she's going to be. Yeah. That's good. really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. That's too. cool. Right. By the way, this Asaf Avidan group, yes. it's like a combination of, of classical music and folk music. Just, just listen to this for a okay. second. Okay. She's probably going to be best new artist next year. Yeah, it's a male, who knows? Actually. Oh, yes, he's yeah. got a very high. He's fourteen. He does. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the kind of stuff that Jennifer Aniston doesn't miss about Brad Pitt: the architecture, oh, the fartsy, fartsy, fartsy stuff. This is what yeah. like she doesn't miss yeah. about him at all. I'm going to go to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. I'm yeah, right. just fine. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. It's Julia here for Learning Our Rex. And, you know, spring or winter break is coming up right now. And if you're thinking of you didn't get a present or you need a last-minute gift idea, give the the gift of learning. Learning Our Rex has seven metroide locations, and their one-on-one brain training works. Scientifically proven to work. And it all starts with an assessment. You go in for a little more than an hour. That assessment's 50% off when you mention Lori and Julia. And then you go from there and they custom a program specific for your loved one's needs. If it's your child, if it's yourself, if it's your parent, whatever it is. But it's it's amazing how it works. This is a scientifically proven way to train the brain depending on what the issues are. You know, for kids right now, I think it's reading and they just they can nail it. They can, you know, give your gift, the gift of learning to your kid and making their life easier by calling Learning Arts. To schedule an assessment. Oh, 
we are so delighted to have, I would say, a good friend, Liz Winstead, in studio you with us. You could say that without any trepidation, my friend. What's wrong with you? We're here to celebrate you and 40 years of stand-up comedy. You also, you started at Dudley Riggs. I did, in 1983. In fact, December 18th night. So it was like just two days ago yeah. to the letter of the wow. time. Do you remember your opening class, like your starting class? Was there anyone else in it that you still hang out with or no? Yeah, Frank Conniff, um, who is, uh, you know, Mr. Science Theater and a yeah. writer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Mike Candolfi, the first time I set foot on stage, Jeff Cesario was the host. Um, I'm trying to think who is all there. I don't, it was a blur. Yeah. And I think I said material. I don't think I could tell one joke on air today. Really? Uh, you know, you're just nervous. So you're dirty. Like that's kind of a young comics way yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I feel like I learned about you because like either the reader or city pages, someone saw you and gave you a rave review and then you were going to be like at first Avenue for something. Well, I hosted all in the 80s. In the 80s. The Great Pretenders. Maybe. It was like an air guitar. Mm-hmm. And then I hosted all of the um, auditions for Purple Rain for all the dancers and oh, stuff. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, that was my first paying gig was emceeing all this wildness that was happening at First Avenue. How did you end up going to New York then and starting The Daily Show? I mean, was that something... How did that even happen? Well, it happened because... I, well, I went to New York because he had to go. I went to L.A. first and I mm-hmm. just was like, this place you is like it. not for me. Yeah. You know, I'm just, it's not my style. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to talk about politics and they're like, literally like, are you going to cast me in something? <laughs> right. <not> in <laughs> um, and so I went to New York just because I thought it would be a better fit. And it was. And so, you know, I was just doing a bunch of stand up and I was friends with all these stand ups. And Jon Stewart had a show on MTV at the time. And he's like, you should come and segment produce that show. And I was like, I should. And I then should. I went running home to my boyfriend saying, can you teach me how to type? Because they <laughs> want me to segment produce and I don't know how to type. <laughs> so um, I hunt and pecked um, and produced John Stewart's show. And then when that show got canceled, um, David Letterman swept him up into a like overall development deal, I think. Because like... I think he was actually threatened by John because John was so talented. He was like, oh, you know what I'll do is give this guy a bunch of money, keep him off busy. the air. Yeah. It's busy. And our bosses from that MTV show were uh, launching a show. They became executives at Comedy Central and they wanted to do a show. And I had done some one woman shows about the world and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, do you want to come and do this show here to Madeline and I, who was my also my neighbor? And I said, I do, but I said, I don't think a show that's just about current events is the ticket because that's just basically weekend update. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think the media is also fodder for satire. So I think we should do a satirical news show and do the news through that lens. And they were like, okay. And I'm literally talking out of my butt. Yeah, I don't right, know. I've right, never produced right. a damn thing in my life. Oh, and they were like, God. okay. And I was like, Oh, okay. okay. This is real now. now <laughs> Madeline. This is thing. And then they're like, oh, do you want to be the head writer? And I was like, of course I do. And then I was like, ha. My whole career has been people. You know what my whole career has been? A man's career. Because men would never go, oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I right. need a couple of years to really learn yeah, the ropes. Right. Men are just like, yes, I yeah, will. Yeah, I will, yeah. And so then I was just like, yes, I will. Why not? And so I just kept saying yes. So that's how it came to be. And then we developed it. And... Craig Gilborn was the first host, who was a joy and a delight, as everybody knows. 
And then, <laughs> Minnesota boy. Minnesota. Hastings, uh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he left and then um, John Stewart took over and then I left and started Launch Air America Radio. Oh, I remember uh, that. We had yes. a radio show with Rachel Maddow and Chuck D from Public Enemy. Okay, that's... That That's was pretty the, that crazy. was a good show. I remember listening yes. to that show. That I was, listened to all the I have Air to America say though stuff. too for all of you radio is my favorite medium. It, it is. is so personal. It is of all and I'm just not just blowing smoke up your yeah. patoots. I really do love it's radio. It's totally live. It's totally live. Yeah. It's super fun. You Listeners, can get instant feedback 100%. from Collins and yeah. you can like help people. Mm-hmm. Like you can be fun and you can be you can be your whole self I feel like yeah. on the radio. Yeah, and then I launched um this wacky sh- show called O to B, which was a satire of morning shows, and um, and then I la- and then I was like wanted my activist hat to be a little bit taller mm-hmm. and higher mm-hmm. and louder, so I took my advocacy for reproductive rights and my comedy and mashed it all together, and now I'm doing um, an organization called Abortion Access Front, and still doing all the other stuff too. Yeah, you're it's good you're, for you. You're amazing, you. and and I have to just I said this to you we were off Liz the air, but, if you're just joining us, um, you uh, for Rolling Stone, um, you wrote a story. The headline was Norman Lear showed us the reality of abortion. It was just really a great. You're such a good writer about how you put your words and you showed us. Really, how groundbreaking that was, and then where are we now? Right, you know, it was Maud who, oh, I love Maud. what you know, it was the first storyline about abortion, you know, where somebody could have complicated feelings about the issue, mm-hmm. yeah. knowing it was going to be right for her. And it's funny because I rewatched the episode to write about it when Rolling yeah. Stone asked. And it occurred when to- Rolling Stone asked, oh, I love that, Liz. <laughs> I love that for you. As, as yeah. they do. No, as they do. That, of course. Um, and it occurred to me, and I didn't put it in the piece because I wasn't sure, but it seemed to me in the dialogue between, there's a dialogue between Maude and her daughter where she says, abortion's not what it was back in your day. It's no longer scary anymore. It's now safe and you can have it. And so it made me think, I think Maud might have had an abortion before it was legal and they didn't mention it, but that conversation, and I never yeah. had watched that episode mm-hmm. at least a dozen times. Right. And I was like, wow, that is just like so much. But now we're just facing some incredible, incredible times where it feels, um, it feels really scary. Yeah. But, um, you know. We try to give people hope and give them activism, meet them where they are. Yeah, and you um, do bring do some that. joy, and that's pretty fun. Yeah, and you do, and you are going to have a twenty twenty three and me. Yes, your show at the Parkway. Of course, I'm out of town and gone. I mean, Liz, I can't even think of a New Year's that I've been home. I can't either. It is, and you've never come. You've no, come. Gloria has, but I'm never home on New Year's. Ugh. It is just the day time that we go away. But you are going to have a big banging show. I and am. It's, the thirtieth and the thirty first. Yes, and is that Saturday, Sunday, or it I don't even whatever. know. No, I think it's it's Sunday, Sunday and Monday. Sunday, this Monday. Year. Is that mm-hmm. how? No, no. It is Saturday, Sunday because it's thirtieth, thirty first. Monday is yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a wild year. I mean, if you and what's so fun is you know I'm 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 also a graphic designer and I also cut footage. So the whole show has like hilarious graphics and and footage and sound bites of the biggest creeps of the year and just like. I mean, just forget about the Minnesota flag. Like yeah. that is R.I.P. I, to the, anybody who designed a flag because yeah. I am holding no prisoners. What is happening? Yeah, I right. I sat up, I sat up watching all of the looking at all the entries. 
One of them is a loon that looks like it runs a brothel. Yeah, I don't know what people are thinking. It's got a choker on and like a and like a wild like chiffon kind of. I don't know what people are thinking. Do you like the final result? I mean, it feels very generic and simple. It's like a star and two colors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I've never once one day in my life thought about the Minnesota flag. I've thought about the Minnesota flag ever since I've heard there's this new flag. And now I want to just forget that there's a Minnesota flag. I just don't care. I just don't. I I don't know what the intentions are with the flag. I mean, it's like, are you trying to appeal to everyone and no one? And also just anybody who has a Canva account? Because it really just feel like a little bit cut and paste. Also, if you're going to, if the loon is centered, it should just be Mike Lindell. Let's just call it his day. Oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. And if, you know, if, so... We've had a big year. We've this has a been year. a big year. It's and been big, and it's been a lot to take controversial down. Controversial, <laughs> yeah, and a lot to take down. You know, and also my favorite thing is the stuff people forget. Yeah, like Cocaine Bear came out this you year. Mm-hmm. Cocaine yeah. Bear will be making an appearance in my show. Yeah, uh, Grand, I mean not Grand literally. Side. Yeah, Grand you know, side. but mm-hmm. also that weird Chinese satellite. Oh, yeah. that was this year. The yes. balloon, the balloon, or whatever the heck that was. Um, aliens were among us, right? You know, we had an a, the UFO meeting. We had uh, what's a mansion reading from uh, the porno? Oh, the book reading. Oh, read. no, that was that? that was not Joe Mansion. That was who um, was that? That was reading Kennedy. I have a clip of oh, that in my, my show. gosh, that Re- was he was hysterical. just reading from a book, book. called Gender Queer. Yeah. And it's not a book for, it's not, fourth graders aren't reading it. Right, right, and right. And also, if you want to be thoroughly weirded out, um, having him read it read is. Read it in the Senate or because wherever. Because I also feel a little bit like when, like, these politicians are obsessed with sex. Yeah. Right, you know, because all things are fine until the money and the sex get weird. Yeah. It's really just what happens, yeah. right? It's kind of like Hunter Biden's laptop. All that's on that laptop is porn. Right. It's all, I mean, we already know that. He already said, they've already said. So it feels like one big OnlyFans page at this yeah. point, politics. That's so, all that's on Julia's laptop, too. Yeah. Porn. Oh, my God. And Minnesota, you know, we most, uh, Minnesota, well, the, our, our most searched porn hub thing is Tickler. Wisconsin Tickling. is Swinger. Tickling. 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 And then Wisconsin was Swinger. That just came out oh. last does, week. And makes, what does that mean? Well, well we look. Uh, apparently, our people are interested in tickling. Here tickling the is their kink. <laughs> yeah. Is, isn't tickling gentle. just a thing? Just gentle tickling? Gentle tickling is a thing. Yeah. Tickling? Mm-hmm. Swinging across. <laughs> you know, we can just use words and never say other words. And right. people know what we're saying, which I do love about radio also. Will you stay with us? I will. Okay, we're with Liz Winstead. And we have a link up on the Lori and Julia show page to go and see your show. There's two nights of it. Um, and the pricing is all there. And I, it's at the Parkway people Theater. People love, love. I'm very disappointed to miss it because it's it's something to see. It's really fun. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a out, fun it's night. Fun. Have yeah. a din- you can have dinner right next door. Yes, the, the, and they have the best popovers and the best onion rings. What's I mean, that place to, called? Creekside. Creekside, yes. Supper Club. Oh, so good. And, you know, you you have a way of hitting big topics that people want to be uncomfortable about in such a... At, at a different angle and making people laugh at themselves. Yeah. And you're just so clever at that. So. You know, we have a lot of, you know, the internet has given so many people so many hot takes <laughs> yeah. that you can really just um, take in on the hot takes. And yeah. so it's like, even when the subject is really controversial, like there's like, I'm not going to like, there's just subjects I'm not going to touch. Yeah. But and, there's, but I might mention them at the end in like a, just really fast. Kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this broadcast, this afternoon. This is it out like right, it's the it. end of the world yeah, as yeah, we know all yeah, the yeah, exactly. lyrics. We got to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia from My Tech. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammer and Exploring Solutions and Flooring Superstores. And a big, big end-of-the-year sale is going on at the store on uh, Bass Lake Road and 169 in New Hope, as well as in the St. Paul OG location on Rice Street. And up to 80% off all off luxury vinyl plank, not all, but marked, yes. indicated with the yellow tag, the yellow for sale tag. You can see that. And 25% off select carpet styles. This is the time. People, if you are looking for Great some pricing. beautiful discounted flooring, you can get it. And also in Hudson and Rochester, you know, those stores are so new. They don't have the discounted inventory, but they have beautiful things. We were just at Hudson doing our Santa stop last week. And I'm telling you what, there's so many beautiful new um, looks and feels of things. And the carpet's so gorgeous that you, you're going to want to go see it. Hammernicks.com for more information. Remember to tell them the girl sent you. We are with Liz with two Z's, and it's not like Liza with an A. No. It's Liz with two Z's, Liz Winstead, and her big um, end-of-the-year celebration, 2023 and me, breaking down the year in DNA holes at the Parkwood Theater on... Parkway, sorry. Yeah. The Don't go to the Parkwood. Don't Nothing's happening there. there. Right. No, but we have a link for you to buy tickets, and you're going to want to get tickets. And are you doing... The door opens at 6.30. Yep. The show starts at 7.30. Yep. You have some musical company. My nephew it opens for me every year. He's an incredible um, acoustic guitar player. He, and so it's really nice to sort of set the mood yeah. with him. And then I also know... There's some surprise that I don't know about that's happening at the show. Because it's your 40th year because in stand-up. Because it's my 40th mm-hmm. year in stand-up. And so my producer, Maggie, is got some shenanigans happening. Um, and I've run into two friends who accidentally mm. um, said, oh, did you get, I'm for your show. Oh, like, yeah. so oh. I don't know what the shenanigans okay. are. So okay. I'm like, oh, okay. What are you wearing? I don't know. That's a really good question. I have gone the gamut from like a vintage, like moo moo mm-hmm. to um, like, just like some activist kind of shirt. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm because sometimes in the show, and I haven't decided if I'm doing it yet this year, I do a strip tease of all, like iconic things of the year. Mm-hmm. So like last year I had like a Vikings jersey and a Ukrainian flag and I mm-hmm. keep taking things off and then sure. I have more stuff underneath yeah. it. Yes, yes. Um, but I don't know if I'm doing that this year because it screws up your hair and makeup. It yeah. really does. Kind do of a mess. You, you're so right about that. Do you remember what you wore your very first night that you did stand up? I'm sure it involved some dress from Ragstock okay. and combat boots. <laughs> yeah. I'm nearly positive. Positive, yeah. Nearly positive. It was 1983, yeah. so I think I was rocking that yeah. sort of situation. I mean, you were so young, and you just said, I'm going to go do this. Um, well, somebody dared me. Yeah. I think okay. that they were just like, we're tired of you complaining. Yeah. Why don't you take it to the stage? Yeah. <laughs> And also, when you're the youngest of five kids, you are always yeah. in search of a place to like stand out. Interrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I think that was also just like not even a little bit. And so you know, it's like because the only person I saw that could speak not interrupted was my dad and the priest. And since I couldn't be a priest or a dad, right, right, right. You're um, like, oh, I, I like was this. like, well, here we go. Yeah, it's crazy. Are you in love with the rom com of t- Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey like we are? 
I am not. You know what? Here's the deal. You guys know me. That is not my. Here's my weirdness. So okay. I, Bring it on. My weirdness is I have the pop culture tastes of a 13 year old girl. Yeah. Oh. So that's I, Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. Oh my God. But I mean, I love everything about her, yeah. but I'm not that. Like, I was annoyed. With the people trying to manufacture this Taylor Swift, the Brads and the Chads and the Dads who were like, "What are you doing?" Rivalry. Yeah, it just feels gross to me. And I was, I think she's so smart too. She was like, "There was a million stadium concerts, and yet here you are pitting me against Beyonce." Both of them have said a million times, "Like we don't have a rivalry. Mm -hmm. We're all both richer than." Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. And like, and show up for each other. And show up for each other. But Taylor Swift had her year. Like, come on, I don't, you know. But, like, why people were trying to do that was, like, dumb. Because they're both brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's not my thing. No, but I, I'm, i like, I watch, like, Never Have I Ever. Like, I love that show. Like, yes. I literally, like, I who, love that. I know, but, like, who am I talking to about it? Zero people. Yeah. Like, John, adults are like, what are you doing? Isn't that the one where John McEnroe, um, yes. he's the voiceover? That's a great show. That's a great show. Have you watched The Waltons yet? A remake the of Wall- The Walton Boys. No, no, the it's Boys. The, the Walton Boys. Um, no. It, it's like Never Have I Ever. No, I need to watch that. It's not as it. clever as that. No. And then I watched Succession and the Bear. You know, who doesn't yeah. love those things? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Succession was... Um, it was really, you know, I used to say forever that The Wire was the greatest show on television, and mm-hmm. I'm still holding out on it, but yeah. Succession... Ugh, those last three episodes. ...is one of the most profoundly well-written shows. Yeah, like and ever. also the air of truth because yes. the Mur- I just feel like the Murdochs and yes. I'm part of the meltdown that happened between the two brothers yes. is the one brother is sus- suspects the other brother of feeding info yes. to the guy who created and wrote Succession. Yeah. Are you watching Fargo with John Hamm this season? No, but I do love John oh, Hamm. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. John Tell Hamm. Us- do you know Johnny? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. We used to be in a card game together when I lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. It was a fun with Sarah so, Silverman and John Hamm, Jeff Ross, the roast master. What a General. good card game! Group. Really fun. Oh really fun. <laughs> Grant is dying That's over there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Was it poker? It was poker, and then it was so cute. Um, when my book came out, uh, I I moved to that was like when we were living in L.A. Yeah, poker, and then I moved to New York and I wrote my book, and when my book came out. He was like, I heard you on All Things Considered, and I bought your book. And John Hamm? Yeah. Oh, I love and he it. was like, oh, my God, I loved it. I had no idea. And I was like, well, you know what, Cards, I'm not actually like bringing up my like angst. Yeah. And that's the, why Cards you know. is good. Cards yeah. is a good holiday family thing. Yeah. yeah. Because you have to think a little. You don't have to always talk and get into everything. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind true. of a good neutralizer, yeah, I especially think. Especially Card Game with strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it takes you out. I'm in love sure. with the game Wizard, if you ever check it out. I don't out. know Wizard. What's it's that? a card game. It's just so fun. It's... Do you play it with a regular deck of cards? or do you have Nope, to get you have to get cards? Wizard cards Okay. and wear a hat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'll wear a hat. Like, I'm all witchy. I'm very witchy. I'm one of those people who I like all that. Yeah. Do you love doing this special? I, you know what? It's so fun to, A, have my own catharsis. Because, you know, we've had dark times for a long time. Yeah. You know? And so... To be able to poke fun at people who I think are bad guys and people who I think have like ulterior motives that are trash Mm -hmm. um, and to have people get together and have a catharsis of like, it's hard when you take in information and you don't have an outlet for it. I think it can breed a lot of 
weirdness. It can breed just a lot of like, and it kind of COVID really, you know, I mean, I was sitting there with my air fryer on my lap in the middle of COVID being like, (laughs) this is great. You know, binge wise. It was like, who knows what we're doing? So yeah. And people really, really like it. And it's really fun to have people come every year. There's people who've come. I've done it for like 12 years. There's people who come every year Um, because it is fun in a yeah. way to see community and be together and yep. also like especially new year's plans are always the most traumatic yes. thing to plan because the who cares ex- who cares and then if you do decide to go out you place so much expectation on that so that's why i'm like yeah 7 30 yeah. show yes you're perfect. out by like 9 30 you can decide to go home or go eat, mm-hmm. but like you did a thing. Yeah, yeah, you Love did it. a thing, thing. and Love you it. did a fun and, thing. Yeah, and you can go home before the amateur hour starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm always like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And you work on it all year. You just yeah, I mean, right. You just kind of have a a journal, or how do you do it? I do shows constantly, do? Okay. and then, mm-hmm. then I keep a journal, and then and then I do jokes on social media to test out like a premise or yeah. a thing, and then um, I assemble it all. In the month of December. And okay. then I keep writing. Like, you know, they yeah. didn't let Trump on the ballot in Colorado last yeah. night. So I was like, write something about that. Right, yes, right, yes. right. And so it's like, that wasn't hard. Rocky Mountain Bike. Yeah. Like, that was okay. like pretty easy. <laughs> Go see Liz Winstead at the Park Way, Way Theater. Theater. <laughs> you know where it Thanks, is. Liz. Even at the Creekside. Come. It'll be fun. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, It's always y'all. good to see you. You too.